Okay, everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm giving advice to help you navigate the tricky waters of online dating, threesomes, commitment issues, and more. Plus, we're getting deep into the topic of the pullout method. Is it really as reliable as it seems? I've got the answers, so keep on listening. But first, by now, you all know me pretty well. You know I love new experiences, but I also love my favorite things that I always come back to because I know I can trust them. Here's a good example, the magic wand. If you've been listening, you might remember that I actually had a hole drilled into my nightstand, so my magic wand was always plugged in and ready to go when I needed it. That's commitment. I thought that was pretty ingenious, actually. Uh, Well, before you go destroying your furniture, consider this. The trusted magic wand is now available in a rechargeable version, delivering all that power of the original plus the mobility of completely cordless design. The magic wand rechargeable features four intensity levels and four vibrating patterns. For more than 30 years, a trusted magic wand from Vibratex has been just about everyone's go-to massager. It's got a perfect size to the high-quality construction and materials. It's no wonder the Magic Wand is considered the Cadillac of all vibrators. If you don't own one yet, don't live without the Magic Wand another day. And if you do own one, try out the rechargeable. Go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Magic Wand banner, and get one today. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. We can sign up for our podcast. You can easily subscribe. We do two a week, which is pretty amazing. We upload, uh, you know, every day, blog posts, videos, everything, everything that we can to give you the information and the power to have the best relationships and sex that you want. That's what I'm all about. And... There's some things happening here. I'm now on Snapchat, because who isn't? Found me at Sex with Emily on Snapchat, at Sex with Emily on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily and also our YouTube channel. There are Sex with Emily everywhere. Love it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm here with Anderson. Yo. Yo, what up? On? I don't even hear me. Oh, there I am. I okay. hear you. What's up? Baby, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Em? Good. Late night. This is late. It's the doing, latest it's we've like, ever done. This is 12, it's 1240 a.m. It's like 3.40 a.m. back in New York. I know. How about that? Yeah. I like it, though. Bars are about intimate. to close. Is it bar- Who's getting laid right now? Yeah. I don't even know. Um, so I, I, uh, it's good to see you. How was your trip? It was good. The wife was sick, so she couldn't come to any of the shows, but uh, Denver, a beautiful town. You went to go see... Ween. 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 I can't believe I didn't really know. I'm a dead fan. Why didn't I know Ween? One in 20 of your listeners probably know Ween. Not a massive fan, but they're big for me. Yeah. I love them. That's good. Well, it was a good time. Well, I got your dog, Stanley. It was awesome. You I mean, if you missed Stanley. any portraits... Uh, selfies of Stanley. And I was, myself. you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm a, I'm like an old Jewish mother when it comes to like my dog Stan. And I was, I was looking at Instagram and whatnot. I was throwing a few things of my own on there because you know I was on on vacation like you do. And I saw a couple of your Valentine's uh, Day uh, Instagrams and videos and whatnot. And I kept looking for my dog. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. The she dog... loves the dog, and the dog's not. A... 
Did something happen to my dog? No, but the dog was on there eventually. Okay, yes. Yeah, eventually but sorry, sorry about that for for Valentine's Day. Because um, we already did, we did the video, we did some fun videos with the office, and Stanley was not there the day that we uh, did it. Right. But but um, I hope you had a good time. Uh, Valentine's Day and all that. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Not until next year do I get to hear you say Valentine's Day. That's why my Michigan accent comes out. I love it. Um, There's another thing I got to announce here. Um, The March 10th at the Hollywood Improv. Uh Remember we were at the Improv before? I'm doing a show, uh, The Love and Sex Live from the Improv with myself and Brian Howie of The Great Love Debate. We're doing a live show there on March 10th and it's going to be amazing. It's a live podcast and come see me. It was a really good time and we just check back on my social media and all that for more information on how to get tickets. I think you probably just go to the Hollywood Improv. HollywoodImprov.com and uh, they have all the different calendars. But and come, it's really fun. Live show, I'll be Thursday there. Thursday night, Thursday I want to hang out. What time? Yeah, it's um 7 to 9, I think. There's so a I'll slim be chance. A... You realize this. <gasps> Do you realize this? What? There's a slim chance that I might be doing one of my shows up in the attic like right no way. peripheral to the actual main which stage. Which one? Uh, at the Hollywood Improv. No, but which podcast oh, are you oh, doing? Oh, the After Disaster. We've been doing it in Mike's, Mike Carano's office up there, and we have to kind of be quiet, and then we get loud sometimes, and I'm sure that the audience can hear That's us doing so our funny. show. That's so funny. Could I come up there and make a special appearance? Do you that'd guys have guests ever? Ah, rarely, rarely, oh, but that'd damn. be pretty fun. That would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're doing that, and... um. And then you could also be recording your podcast. That's and pretty Cinemax. exciting. Yeah, I didn't I know. know that you were doing a. Uh, we the just improv, planned huh? it. Cool. We just planned it like yesterday. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to tell you because I had such a blast at my 10 year anniversary show. Sweet. You're going to tell you any jokes? You're going to be a prop comic? You're going to bring dildos up? I might bring. You know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. We are debating because the Great Love Debate is a great podcast too. And they talk about why people are still single, debate single in America, all this stuff. That's what they do. They do these things all over the country and they talk to people about being single and dating and all that stuff. So it's going to be, it'll be a good time. No, I don't think so. No I, sponsors I feel like this time. Match.com should sponsor this thing. They should sponsor yeah. it. Damn it. Let's give them a call. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're not. But I had a big week. I went to the Grammy, uh, Grammy, the Grammys. Yeah, that's the, Grammys. the musical. My niece called me. She's like, How are the Emmys? I'm like, The Grammys. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Award Show. You as dressed a, up? I did. Yeah. You went, I thought you checked my Instagram. All right. Well, you're I always dressed up. I just posted a picture today. No. And did you pass all the uh, religious zealots out front? No. I really? didn't see them. Every no. year they're out there. I missed them. I've I was running like, late. I went four years in a row. You did? Uh, yeah. I used to go to the Grammys all the time. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. It was amazing, though. I mean, it really was to be there, watch the performances. I mean, I, I you can know. We, can we I tell put, the story? Which one? With the, how you almost got kicked out? Yeah. I almost got kicked out um, the day, two days before. There's something called the Radio Remotes right. at the Staples Center. It's a zoo. It's a zoo. All these radio people come. Like, I was there with Dr. Drew, and we go to talk. There's like 25 radio stations, and we go in, we talk, we do the like, promote our show. And then afterward, there's the, actually, they're, they're uh, rehearsing Doing the actual for the Grammys. At, yeah, because it's Friday. Yeah, because at the Staples Center. So we go, and, you know, there was, like, VIPs who go watch the rehearsals in, mm-hmm. like, it's cavernous Staples Center. There's, like, right. 20 of us in there. We walk in, and they're like, okay, listen, put your cameras away. There's guards there. You can't take pictures. And we walk in, and Justin Bieber is practicing. And I'm like, so first thing I do, yeah. I pull out my phone. Because I'm like, because my niece, right? She loves Justin you know, Bieber. Everyone's got a niece that loves Justin Bieber. Well, this is what happens. You're so I special. pull out, and the second I pull it out, this guard goes, "Put your phone away!" Like immediately, I mean, like literally immediately. Like, right. you know what I, that means? What he was checking you out. You think he was? He's you think he liked me? Like looking at you. Then he says to me, "Said like, God damn it!" And the, the problem is, I shouldn't say this, but I thought I turned my phone off, but I didn't. Like the video, because mm-hmm. he yelled at me. So I have eleven minutes, Justin Bieber. Eleven footage. minutes. Well, because I, I was so nervous. But you hear the conversation of Doctor going, "Emily, what are you doing? Can't believe you got in trouble." And the guard, and he's like, "You don't think that everybody's got a niece right. or a daughter who's twelve years old?" So I kind of got in trouble. Eleven but, minutes. 
I got 11 minutes video of Justin Bieber well, you and need, You guys need to do something with that. No, I'd yeah. be so much trouble. No, I'm so grateful to be at the Grammys. I don't want to not allow me there next year. Up. That'd be not funny. doing it. Not doing it. But it was funny. But the Grammys were great. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's you're sitting there for three and a half hours, though. Yeah. I don't think I've sat still for three and a half hours since, like, the SATs or something. What are the best musical acts across the street? What, what do you mean? Were they well, across that, the street? The few times that I went, uh, like, they'd be like, and now we're going to, like, Dead Mouth 5. And Dead Mouse would be across the street at the Nokia Center, and they no. pipe in video. The of it. best, one of the best part was, well, there were some great parts. Um, I like the David Bowie tribute. I liked, you know. How about when Adele's mic fell into the? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that was a good. She cried about it the next day. Did I guess. she cry? Yeah. Did she cry Did gravy? She cry? Well, I saw I saw something on the internet on the internet on the interweb that she was like. That was Don't a make fat joke. jokes. I know. Terrible. I'm way better than that. I'm sorry. No, it's your terrible. I love Adele. I'm a dick. I'm sorry. It was it was it was a good time. It was a great time. And I was honored to be there and it was fun. So yeah, that was the Grammys. But speaking of the Grammys, I got mm. some sex in the news. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. Which is very inspiring for me. Listening to music out loud, you have more sex. And you're happier. There's a study. What? And this is a real study. If you listen to music in your home, uh-huh. you will have more sex. What? They say music is a language of love, and now there's a study to prove it. Uh, Sonos commissioned the research project using their own gear along with Apple's uh, iPhones mm-hmm. and the Apple Watch. So it sounds like, oh, this is skewed, but I'm going to get to that part because it's really not. Music led to 67% more sex. They um, rounded up 30,000 people in the United States, what, UK, Germany. It showed that listening to music out loud as opposed to in your headphones mm-hmm. is good for lovers with 67% more bedroom fun time happening compared to those who don't play any tunes. Also found... in the study were likely to say I love you. And 24% felt more moved to say I love you by the songs they heard. And 99% probably called their partners babe. Yeah. Hey, babe. uh, And they also found that music drew family and friends together. They were happier overall, had more sex, families were happier. The act of listening to music together made a difference. So bottom line, if you want to be happier, have more sex, listen to music. And I believe that. When I remember to listen to music when I'm home rather than just the voices in my head, Mm -hmm. it does make me happier. Can I tell you that I had a routine for many, many months where I'd wake up and listen to like spoken word on my phone, like an app for my stupid Pittsburgh Penguins hockey team. And I'll just listen to news about the Penguins every morning and it stopped working. They just don't have it anymore. So now I'm forced to listen to music and I I hate to admit it, but I'm I'm a happier person. I think I'm a little dumber, but I'm happier. No, that's good. See, I listen to like podcasts and radio and I listen to Howard Stern, but now I'm going to listen to more music. Music, just like I try it. Like when I get in my car, I'm like listening to music instead of talk radio because talk radio will make you mad. But I, I want to be informed. I know, me too. I feel like I don't have a lot of time to get be informed. Stimulated. So when I'm working out, I'm listening to like podcasts, I'm listening right. to news, but I'm going to listen to music now because I definitely want to be happier. And you want to bang more. I definitely want to bang more. Right. Um, I need some banging in my future. What an odd uh, study, especially with the whole out loud rather than the earbuds. Like, yeah. How does that Because play? it's bringing yeah. you together. If you're having sex together, or you're in the home and you're all listening. I think maybe just when it's in your ears. I mean, I can't, it probably still can make you happy, but I think it's the act of listening to it together. Right. Like I always would go into homes growing up, like family, friends, or listening to music, and I thought it was always so nice. Even right. if it was like classical and I was like a kid, I was like, that's really, it's calming. Oh, that's nice. Oh, sweet. Sitting around My family to wasn't happy. They should listen to music. Damn it. It's another thing to get my mad at my mom. My mom, always, my mom always says, add it to the list. We're old enough that we remember like having the like, the old uh, record player and like we'd go in the fa- family albums and like pull out an act. I remember pulling out Michael Jackson's Thriller and putting it on the record player in my house and you'd have to listen to it with everybody else. Right, exactly. It's a different world now. Yeah. We're so we're all so in our own heads. My brother forever. would jump up and down next to it to make it skip yeah. and laugh. I'm like, stop it, Brett. Oh, yeah, that's the news I got for you because like we've got it. a lot to cover today. Um, Pull out. I have a little mini tap. 
pullout method. I love that. Exactly. A few weeks ago, I answered an email about the pullout method as a form of birth control. Someone emailed me, and um, I received interesting feedback. So I thought I'd go a little deeper into the topic of pulling out, a.k.a. the withdrawal method. Hi, Emily. I discovered your show, and I love it. I'm going to try to catch up on all the older episodes, so I'll probably be emailing you a lot more. I download the podcast with my iPhone, and it's great. I can listen without using any data. That's a good point, everyone. Side note here. People think you need to use your data. Just download it, and it's on your phone. And you got the Wi-Fi at the home? You just download a download few or set it up so I do it if I go on a run. I'll download a few podcasts. Okay. I love how knowledgeable you are, and I've already learned so much, and I was surprised to hear you say the pull-up method is completely ineffective, though. I've been using that for most of my life, and for me, it's been effective. Maybe she's barren. I also have friends that use it and have been affected for them. I don't know if you're being hyperbolic to encourage safe sex, but I feel you misleading listeners about this based on my experience. Hope you're not mad. Love, Calvin, 34, Manhattan. Wait, is that a dude or a girl? It's a dude, I think. Uh. Calvin? Uh I'm not mad at Calvin. Calvin, I'm not mad at you at all. I'm just concerned for you. I'm I'm concerned for Calvin and his friends, his freewheeling, freeballing, freeloading. Freeloading, yeah. Friends, because, you know, I understand the appeal of the pull-out method. And I got to be honest, when I was younger, I might have done the pull-out method before I knew all the complications. It's, it's way easy. Better, way better than the pull-out pull-off. No, it's easy. Know? It's free. Everyone's doing it. For women, it can seem definitely attractive because you don't have to, to take the pill and have all the side effects. Um, you know, you don't have to um, put your body through that. And there's no side effects, you know. But it's cheap. here are the side effects. Mm-hmm. STDs. Pregnancy. Yeah, that's an STD. Yeah, for guys, though, they might like it because they like, oh, no condoms. Right. I understand that. And it requires a little preparation. I'm understanding this, Calvin. I'm understanding why it's easy. And you're lucky. But according to bedsider.org, what? which is a gr- bedsider.org, okay. which is an amazing site. If you if you guys have any questions about, I recently discovered this site. If you have any questions, if you're on a birth control pill or you're using any method at all, they have extensive data on there about every form of birth control that you're on, um, different kinds of pills and what the side effects are. So if you're, you know, if you have any questions, I'll go to Bedsider. But in the, mo- in the most recent U.S. national survey, 5% of couples said they were relying exclusively on pulling out as a way to prevent pregnancy, right? And if you count couples using another method plus pulling out like birth control or IUD, about 10% of couples use withdrawal. But just because other people are doing it does not make it safe. All right. Let me let me catch yeah. up here. So yeah. 5% are using just the pullout. That's yeah. 1 in 20. And then 10% are, are doing pullout plus, plus contraception. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I stated my views on the withdrawal method. And I wasn't just being hyperbolic, really, mm-hmm. to make a point. I got to be honest. It might be better than nothing. I get that. But it's not the most effective form of birth control at all. And it can be super risky, especially those for lack of experience, because the truth is it does not protect protect you against STIs, STDs, HIV, pregnancy, bacteria and bacteria and viruses can be present in pre-cum. Right. That lovely that, pre-cum. It's that pesky pre-cum that ruins The pesky this. pre-cum. I mean, I'm going to get into pre-cum. Leaky faucet. And it might not be as much if, you, if you've been tested, you're in a long-term relationship. You might not have to worry as much about STDs. But if you're single and you just started dating someone, mm-hmm. put that goddamn condom on. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Um, Especially and, nowadays with Tinder and everything. Em, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. And don't ever. I'll never forget this. When some people, friends of mine, actually, smart people, they've said, well, I know the person. I know the guy. I wouldn't lie about right. her. She wouldn't lie. Yes, 
Yes, Everybody they lies. might lie, okay? Yeah. And it's not as easy as it sounds because according to research, pulling out is 90... Here's the thing, though. I got to tell you this. It is 90%, 96% effective oh. when it's done correctly yes. every time. But unfortunately, do it correctly. Do you know what it means to do it correctly? To Nobody do it cor- friggin' does it correctly. Well, pull out. Yeah. This is what you got to do to do it correctly. At the height of your sexual arousal, where like yeah. everything's amazing. Yeah. Not too early, not too late. The guy pulls out, doesn't interrupt the orgasm that right. usually happens during ejaculation. Right. Everything's great. But the guy has to be able to tell exactly when he's going to ejaculate and right. have the discipline to pull out on time before he ejaculates. Yeah, yeah I think most guys And for guys a guy can. to know ejaculatory inevitability, right. not so easy. Ah, the yeah. point of return. And... This is from the Mayo Clinic. Okay. You always like to knock my sources sometimes. For the, every 100, 100 women who use a pull-up method, 28% will become pregnant. Wow. That's a 72% success rate. That's like a C minus. 28% do get pregnant. Yes. Yeah. Like, would you purchase a car that had like a 72% and if you were chance to leave it in, safe? if you were to leave it in, I bet like, you know, only 60% exactly. of those. We're talking if you're doing it right. Exactly. Like, would you be satisfied? Like, you know, if you had like a C minus, you know, in college or like a restaurant had a C minus rating, you wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the pre-com because there's a lot of like people debate like, oh, there's no semen in pre-com. But there's a rumor oh, saying po- that it doesn't contain sperm. Oh. I don't know who started, but the results in studies show a third of the sample they collected still contained live sperm. I thought that it was even more. I thought that it was like super sperm. Right. Or super Well, semen. no. I mean, the thing is that um, they couldn't prove that pre-com will get you pregnant, but findings prove one important thing that it could. It can't say it will, but it could. Uh-huh. So even if you're a master... Masterful at pulling Ninja. out, you got it. Yeah, he's still got a little pre cum. Yeah. You don't know that you got pre cum, right? The other thing that people say is it interrupts the pleasure. No, I'm not gonna be as good because withdrawal is the ultimate sexual interruption. Okay, have you ever had one of those? What are those experiences where it's amazing, right? And you're about to come, and she's about to come, and you're like, oh my god, like we're gonna come together, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna pull out, but you just don't. Mm. That's really hard, too, right? So, if it's your go to method, you can't have simultaneous orgasms. And you can't focus on your partner because you're worried that you're going to come and you got to pull it out. So, like, just use protection because, you know, all you're thinking is, like, I got to evacuate. And then you can't have the, you can't have the multiple orgasm. You can't have the simultaneous. And couples who use this method say that they're more anxious during sex. What? Yep. Wait, the, the pull-outers? The pull-out, more yeah. Yep. Oh, I can see why. Cause it they... can detract. Yeah. So, you know, do that. And also, another thing I want to say, though, here's who it might be okay for. Couples who are using withdrawal in combination with other methods of birth control, but again, will not protect you against STDs, just pregnancy. Right. Men who have a lot of self-discipline, like a lot, and they're very, very in touch. Right. But they could still still have pre-cum. I'm just trying to like give you like- We call those guys sexual ninjas. Like they know they can completely control when they finish. And there's very few of those guys. No, and you might be drinking, you might be really caught up in the moment, it feels really good, all this one time, she's about to get her period, no. So Calvin- it's your life. I am not the pull-out police. I'm, I, I'm not going around and say don't pull out. Mm. I'm not going to do that. I'm not policing your home. Um, but they don't call it the pull and pray. Have you heard it called the pull and pray? Pull and pray. Oh, pull, pray, pray. Really? Gonna... Do you know how many pull-out babies there are? I have so many friends who've been pregnant as well. So, Calvin, you're lucky. <laughs> do your friends? Do your friends tell their kids they're total mistakes? Like, dude, you are not. My friend got pregnant on honeymoon. She's like, pull-out doesn't work. She called me like a pull month out later. Pete. That's what we call you. Exactly. So, um. Em, can I just tell you? Yeah. That I'm so I was excited when we were in the parking lot before we did the show tonight when you told me they were going to be doing this this topic because I actually had a long discussion with the wife about the pullout method and I was talking exactly what Kelvin was talking about because mm-hmm. for years I've been hearing the hyperbole of 
it's zero percent effective and i've always thought that was absurd and i you finally put that to rest by saying it's 96 percent effective against pregnancy which i get that it's zero percent effective against stds but when talking about pregnancy it's obviously somewhat effective and the wife and i were talking about it a little bit in the in the uh, security line of the airport no no i didn't say that i said it's nice i said it's 96 percent if you do it right right meaning you pull out exactly at the right time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you could still get the yeah, you could still get pregnant in the precom and all that. But I came up with an analogy and she was very upset and she told me to stop talking about sex in public because she doesn't like when I talk about sex at all. But you know, I was whispering. I didn't let that we we're in the in the big line for security at the right. airport. But I'm so I, I forget why it came up, but like I, I heard somebody or we saw an ad the pull or something. Method the pull out method you're pulling off your shoes. What? Yeah. It, maybe because of the shoes. I don't know. But I'm like, you know what? And I thought about it. I'm like, and I couldn't wait to talk about it on the after disaster, but I'm talking about it with you Perfect. here now. I said, here's why that's not true. You go to the gas station, you put the nozzle in, you, you pay for like $40 worth of gas, you, you do a couple pumps, and then you just start spraying your car with the gasoline, you're not going to be able to drive down the street. You're not impregnating your car. Your car is going to run out of gas almost immediately if you spray your entire car exactly. with the gasoline rather than put it in the tank. So that's what that was my, my argument for pull-out method works. Yes. But what about the pre-com? But the, you know, your car can go a little bit for a little while. A if you had bit. a Prius... You're probably able to drive for a while. Right. So the Prius, the Prius ladies Prius. might get pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. So I just want to clarify that because, you know, Calvin, but I'm saying good for you and your friends, but this could still happen. And if you're cool with having a pull-out baby, you know, keep going. And that might have HIV. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, my God. The HIV baby. You went down dark roads. I don't mean to. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the email. Oh, but first, you know, why don't we give a shout out to the people who help keep this show free so you can listen to it. And also who make amazing toys. So the genius design team at WeVibe. They've done it again. The brand new Nova by WeVibe is quite simply a dual stimulation superstar. It expertly pleasures your clitoris and your G-spot at the same time without missing a beat. That's the point. It doesn't miss a beat. And you might be thinking, it sounds like my rabbit vibe. But it's not because unlike traditional rabbit vibes, they lose contact because you put it inside you and you got the little tentacles on the outside that touch your clitoris. But when you pull that out, it, it, it loses contact with your clitoris. But this one, you slide it out with the shaft outwards. It has the Nova, has an external stimulator that's extra long and curved. It's like this curved little, thing, thing it looks like a snail and it never loses contact with your clitoris. And you can maneuver the G-spot stimulator however you like it, and it never leaves it, which is why and the, major, well, the, majority, the majority of women need clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. And we actually just it just came out, if you guys want to know more about this, we did a sex toy review show. We talked a lot about it. There was four of us in the office who tried it, and it's fun to hear. People always like our shows. We have, like, four women, like, one toy. We talked about a bunch of four women, three toys, and to find out, like, what, how we all felt differently about it. Uh, the Nova has easy-to-use controls. You can cycle through all the vibration modes. It's just the coolest toy. It really is. And you can also use your smartphone connecting the Weave and using the WeVibe app. So you can, like, instead of even having to, like, touch the buttons, because sometimes it can be challenging, you just have your phone next to you, and you can do all the patterns and draw it with your head. It looks like a sound. You know you do sound? <laughs> really, you can do up and down with your finger. You touch it. And you can the text while go. you're doing it, too. You can and text, you can touch, you can sex, the whole thing. Yeah. So the Nova by WeVibe is so unique. you got to try to do it, and it's really powerful. Oh, my God. Uh, go to sexwithemily.com, look for the Nova banner, and then you go to WeVibe, use code EMILY at checkout, and you get a very special discount. Oh, you guys should make a little video of you guys using the, uh, the WeVibe as, like, uh, like horseshoes. And you should have a dildo standing up, and you should be playing horseshoes with it. Because they look That's like a little That's a great horseshoes. idea. Yeah. You guys well, need to do that Well, not this video. Wevibe, but this one does have a little circle on the end of it. But oh, the, the Wevibe Pro Plus. Yeah. The, it's like a U-shape. Yeah. 
like a horseshoe. Exactly. That one. That's the four that. plus. That's what they're known for. Their number one couple's vibe. Oh, I love all their toys. But this one's their new one, so we reviewed it, and you'll all love it. Cool. Cool. Okay, emails. Thank you, everyone, for emailing me. I love it. Um, and I love that you guys have been listening and including your name, how old you are, and how you listen, and where you're from. Totally helps us. Right? And your sex. And your sex life. And your sex. Male or female. Yes. Um, okay. Hey, Emily. Thanks for the podcast. It's awesome. Listening to your podcast with um, Jordan Harbinger as we speak. He stated that you should make the bar your home base. That's cool and all, but I don't drink. What's another place I can make home base? I don't, I'm so Thanks, confused. Thanks, Cody. Why am I'm I so explain confused? explain to you. Okay. Here's a deal of the home base. But this is what Jordan meant. It's, it's like, it's that place that you feel comfortable and confident, like where everybody knows your name, kind of like Cheers. Mm-hmm. That, does anyone know Cheers? I think the Everybody older crowd does. Yeah. Right. No, it's kind of like a place where you go into, like your local coffee shop yeah. or a restaurant if you know the your perk. friend works there. The perk. The perk? That's friends. Another, oh, and friends. Another old exactly. Yeah. Hey, everyone, you walk in, everyone yeah. knows you. So that's what it means. A place where you know someone, you feel comfortable, you feel confident, and you just feel like yourself. So Jordan was talking about a bar, your local bar. It can be your local restaurant, Massage coffee parlor. shop. Massage parlor where you get a happy ending. Yeah. You want to take your date there. So it could be oh. your coffee shop, a smoothie place, a gym, a dog park, uh-huh. hot place to meet people. When I had my dog yeah. in San Francisco, I went there like three times a day and it was like my posse. Like I had my people and then like I started dating this guy and I brought him to the dog park and they, I was really cool. But then when you guys break up, you need a new dog park and your dog's sad. I need a new dog, a new dog yeah. park, a new boyfriend, but it was messy. But the point, that's the point of it. So um, it just, the point is that you'll feel more self-assured. When you I, approach women, if you're around your friends and people know you, hey, Anderson, what's going on? Hey, and you got this woman, you just you put it ease automatically. For sure. That's why I was confused. I didn't I didn't hear the beginning when you said that they were with somebody else. And Yeah, he's like, was, well, oh, Jordan Harbinger, I did a great podcast if you want to check it oh, out. Oh, that guy, the Jordan guy. The art, okay. Yeah, the Art of Charm. And he gives a lot of great dating advice for guys. And he was saying, like, one of his tips was, like, have a home base, uh-huh. like the bar, right. where you go to and everyone knows your name, that kind of thing. So um, it's all about feeling comfortable and more comfortable the more comfortable you are as we all know the more our we feel like more of ourselves and confident, we can talk, confident. but exactly. it can backfire with guys too I, I used to go to this one bar where everyone knew me and uh drunken idiots would be like another girl anderson way to go bud oh that's the worst yeah. you gotta be careful like bars especially especially late night yeah can't believe it. Every every week you're in here with a different one. Say thanks, dude. Yeah, you're drunk friends. You're yeah. absolutely right. The bar can totally backfire. Yeah. In fact, I've had that with like guys I date. You know, because girls get chatty. Like, oh, I just want you to know, like your girls really kind of cockblock someone. Right. He's been here before. He's yeah. here all the time. Like people just open up their mouths. Mm-hmm. Guys do that too. They do, right? Yeah, I was, like, throw you under the bus. Almost about to hook up with this girl and this guy friend of mine who I thought was a friend of mine. I guess he liked the same girl and like we we weren't in the same circle anymore. But it's a guy that I went to high school with, but we were friendly in high school. I found out, the girl just stopped talking to me, and I found out like six months, maybe a year later. I'm like, it was really, it was heartbreaking because I really liked this girl. That this fucker had told her that I had herpes. He just no. made stuff up. No, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. And she broke up with you then? No, we like we were dating. We went out like three or four times, and then she just stopped that's returning the worst my calls. Thing. That's like well, a... she sucks too. I mean, if just she thinks that I have herpes, she just stops. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still looking for that guy. It's been like Dude, 15 you kill years. Him. That's terrible. People do say though. Especially now with like everyone like posting stuff online that's just not true and you yeah. can't debate oh, it. People always think, oh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like sometimes there's truth and things that you read. People believe that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that happened to you. That's that bitch, she wasn't worth it anyway. Yeah. I, she, you know what? Ironically, I bet she might have given me herpes. You know, I might have them now because of her. Maybe she yeah. was projecting because she's yeah. like, she didn't want to face her own herpes syndrome. Maybe she was dumb and thought she could get double herpes. You know? Yeah. People are dumb like that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. 
Okay. Threesomes. Oh. Picking up women for threesomes. It's People want to know about it. Tall order. It is. And also, did I mention feedback at sexwithemily.com is where you can email me? Dear Emily, me and my boyfriend have been together for over four years. He's 48 and I'm 26. We've been, we, uh, we've been to a nude resort a couple times. Mm. We're planning to host a nude party this National Nude Day uh, coming up. When is National Nude Day? July 14th. <laughs> and wh- where are these people calling, uh, emailing from? I'm sorry. I don't know if it says yet. Let's see. You've opened my eyes and opened our horizons. We are both very open and loving people and would like to try new things. However, I'm very shy and it's hard for me to flirt or hit on people. Any advice? I'd like to have more threesomes, actually, with my boyfriend. And I'd like to be the one that gets the girl, if you know what I mean. I want to feel the rush and the exhilaration of asking going forward and getting it and the enjoyment that we get from the memories that we make of it. Any advice would be greatly appreciated as we begin this new year new year, and try new things. I'm always open to new adventures. Thank you and much love, Alice. Okay, Alice, first of all, you guys go to nude resorts. I would think you would find... A third there. But I get what you're saying. I totally understand. I understand the thrill. Like, I don't know. I'm not a dude, but I understand the thrill as a woman too. But like, I wish I could get that. Like, you go in and like hitting on a woman, like a beautiful woman at the bar and ask her to come home with you, like meet your boyfriend. Like, I don't know. I guess I've never done that. Guys do that more so. But I can see as a woman that you wanted it too. Okay, I get that. But I think it's a great thing to work up to, but you might want to just build your confidence by like chatting up open minded people, open minded people who you know will be open to the people to the idea, like the people at the nude resort, um, or like your like minded friends, because then you're not being shot down right away, which could also hurt confidence, which we hear from guys. Not that men and women don't women don't hit on people, but men. Uh, how many emails do we get from guys who are like, I don't have the confidence, I was rejected. So that's one thing. Just go where you, you know, where you know people, and you know that they might be open to it. Um, there's also apps like Plenty of Fish, OkCupid. They make it possible now for couples to search for unicorns. You know the unicorn. What, you know, what is the unicorn? The unicorn is like a single woman who is unattached and who's kind of ready to have a threesome, mm-hmm. ready, willing. Okay. They call it the unicorn. Um, I thought it was the G spot. What? They call the it a G spot? No, the unicorn. No, the, the unicorn's like a woman who's like single and ready to right, mingle. For me, like the G spot is also a unicorn and a leprechaun because I, I can't find. Okay, you can't find the G. You can't find found, the G spot. No. Really? I've alluded to that many times. Anyways, back to the unicorn. But that here's is the, the G- perfect right, one. exactly. Um, there's also Thrinder, which is a new app. It's three NDR and FetLife. They could also be great resources. And then, like, I don't know where you live, Alice. You didn't say, but if you attend like local workshops, like here we have like the pleasure chest and the stock room. I don't know where you live, but there's often like sex toy shops, Hustler Hollywood. That could be a great place to find resources, learn about local swing parties, and just keep your eyes open. Like, if you're at a bar, though, and you see a woman that's, like, attractive, I mean, I've had women talk to me at bars all the time, and I'm like, I don't know at a party. Just strike up a conversation. And and the other thing, just like I tell guys, don't go in with that, like, feeling that this has got to be the one, and i got to close the deal. I mean, being a woman, talking to another woman, you know, just start talking like how you would talk to a friend and um, see what happens. And think of how you'd want to be approached. Because you're a chick, you're a woman. Have some drinks, get to know her, and then see how she feels. You know, if she's single, you might say, yeah, you know. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Oh, well, I've got a boyfriend here. And we've been thinking, you know, you never know. Conversation, have a few drinks, it could open up. You might say to her, you never know. She might end up coming home with you in the, in the car that night. Right? Worst thing that happens... She says no. 
You know what? I don't get about this one. You don't die if someone rejects you. What? It's, it's, she says she's shy, but she's all about being nude. And usually nude people aren't into being shy. I know. Well, I think she's probably nervous about approaching a woman. But practice makes perfect. But here's the other thing. I'm not even going to get into your age difference either. 26 and 48. Yeah. They've been together four years. But it seems like they're happy and it's working. So I'm not even going to touch that right now. I'm just going to touch on the topic at hand. I mean, because age sometimes is the only number and there are couples that it works for. Right. So I'm not going to go there. 26. 48. 48. That's 22. He does. Different. He could have a 22-year-old daughter. He could. Yeah. Easily. Right. Wait. Yeah, he could be his grand, her grandkid. Her I grandfather. I mean, right, if they yeah. live somewhere where that... You have young kids. Yeah, totally. Um, but I like that you guys are open to expressing things, and I get it, but I'm just going to give you the same advice that I, you know, you got to have confidence. So, and practice. Practice makes perfect. And you know what? Uh, Put yourself out there. Here's the other thing. It doesn't have to be at a bar. Start practicing talking to people. Three times a week, when you're getting in line for coffee or at the gym, wherever you are, work, <laughs> talk to people you don't know. Yeah. I hate when people talk to me. <laughs> well, no, no one, do you realize that nobody does it anymore, though, because everyone's on their phone on all their the time? On their phone. I know. It's so depressing. No, but a lot of the time, if I'm in the right mood, like, you know, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey, you're using this? Thanks, man. Just like that kind of thing just makes everything go so much smoother. You know what I mean? But she also has this July 14th big uh, nude party that she's having, right? On yeah. nude day. She's got so a big nude day. She that, had six months to practice, that, four months. Yeah, exactly. Six months to practice. It's a goal. You'll find someone by that. I feel really good about this, Alice. Keep me posted. I'm so glad you found the show and you love it. Let me know how it goes because I always want to know. I would, I would love to do like some people like people always email me and they say, you changed my life. You gave great advice. Which, uh, why I do this? Right. But sometimes I want examples like ha- what specifically happened or follow up if things worked. Exactly. Yeah. Because you, want, you want proof. You want. Yeah. You want some kind of like uh, illustrated actual like. Right, Like when Calvin gets reminded. his girlfriend pregnant. Like I want to know how she got pregnant because you kept pulling out. Because you forget. Like it seems like there's just the two of us in this room or like when you do the I show. I do sometimes forget. How does Radio the new party work, you think? Do you, you think that they, obviously they can't show up at the door naked, so they're going to be wearing something on the way over there. Is there a room that they go to change in, or do they just come in the Especially threshold? Especially if they're like and, in winter, in the winter In the foyer, time. they just immediately strip down, do the clothes, do they have cubby holes? They I, probably I have robes. A lot of, uh, they probably have robes. Do they bring your own robe? Do they supply Depends the robes? Depends how fancy the party is. So many questions. I have so many questions too, but if yeah. they're like a nudist place, it sounds like it was like a nudist, one of those vacations where everyone's nude, but I think you can like... What if you meet you somebody? like a sarong. And you want to get their number or something. And you, don't, you don't have your phone on you because you, you don't have pockets. No, yeah, I don't know. Where do you put the card if you get where it? Where do you put your phone if you're naked the whole time? Because yeah, everyone's so addicted to their phones. But I can imagine they might have a no phone policy mm. because you don't need pictures Pictures. Because Emily might be there saying, but my niece has, uh, loves nudes. My niece loves nudes <laughs> and doesn't be her. I should send her this, but no, I'm not going to send her the video. Not the nude. Not a nude either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want her to email you back after the nude, uh, uh party. So Me too. Give, give Alice, I want to hear, yeah, I want to hear how this goes down and again, just start practicing. But I do want to hear how the nude party, I want to go to nude party. This yeah. is my year of experimenting again. Like when I started the show 10 years ago, I did a lot of the last first five years, experiential things. Went to swinger parties, uh-huh. got my clitoris rubbed by the what? people. What? I went oh, to that yeah, one taste. Like I did a lot of stuff and I still do sometimes, yeah. but I'm going to be doing I have some things coming up, mm-hmm. which I can't tell you about right now. Really? Yeah. You... I should go to a nude. No, I've been invited to these nude party things, but oh, you have? yeah, I gotta get back in shape. <laughs> I'm pretty in shape, but um, that is great motivation to get in shape, right? If you got like a mandatory nude party, because you can't you wear spanks, you can't oh, suck it in. God. You're nude. Yeah, I think I might just go the other way. And just I used let, to let go to this go. place in San Francisco. I went to. Have you ever been to like a nude place? It's called uh, Harbin Hot Springs, which is really sad because it burnt down a few months ago. <laughs> 
Um, but no, it's it's been around for God so many years it's in Northern California, like two hours north of San Francisco. And we used to go there. My friends, like in our twenties, we went. And it's nude optional, but they have these hot springs, right? And you go in the hot and the cold, and people would be naked, men, women, and it's not. And you go there, and you they give you beads if you don't want to be taught if you don't want to hit on you. So we'd wear these beads so guys would not talk to us sometimes. But mm-hmm. sometimes we would take them out. We'd forget to wear the beads, and then sure enough, guy just sits down and starts talking. He's like naked, his balls hanging out. What? And, as soon as like you take the beads off, they're just like on you. Oh yeah, Psh, like wow. flies on. And when you got the beads on, you're trying to. Cover your nipple, nipple yeah, exactly. Why do you have flies weird. on poop? Really? Is that what it is? Not white on rice. That's a lot. Nicer. That's what I wanted. Flies on rice. What is it? White, white, white on rice. I, I don't even like poop. Flies Ooh. on poop. No. I'm so no sorry good. I said that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was really a good time, but it was uncomfortable. For I was like, oh, I've never been naked, but um, I did that. I should do that again, but it burnt down. Well, I um, think they can build around the hot springs. I doubt the hot springs themselves actually burned. You know no, what but I mean? the whole area. The whole area burned. Yeah. Well, oh, like the whole okay. resort. All right. You got massages, nude massages, of yeah. course. Um, okay, another. No one had a phone on them to call 911 exactly. for the fire department to come because they were wandering around their exactly. balls. Exactly. Yeah. All right, email? Yep. Okay. Hey, Emily, I'm a 21 year old female and I listen to you during work on iTunes. Oh, I bet the boss loves bet that. you're doing really well. Work. So a little over a year ago, my ex boyfriend and uh, of three and a half years broke up with me. Oh. He was emotionally and sexually abusive person, and that obviously oh. took a toll on me. Sexually? Since he broke up with me, yeah, both. Emotionally and sexually. Since he broke up with me, my life made a 180 and I began to sleep around the following months. Now I have my life more in order and I'm starting to actually date without sex as my main focus. But I feel that I get bored with people easily. Or I find little quirks about them that end up being deal breakers. I understand I have major commitment issues. However, I don't know what to do about it. My main questions are, should I take a step back out of the dating pool and just work on myself more? Or should I keep at it, pushing through the quirks and see what happens? I was listening to Different Strokes for Different Folks, which is one of our podcasts, and you mentioned how you went with your gut and how you feel about your dates. Well, my gut is always putting up red flags, but I feel it could be wrong sometimes, if that makes sense. Please help me with this. I just want to lead a normal dating life. Thanks, XX Jordan. Okay, Jordan, there's a lot in this email because I think you should do both. I mean, I think you have to work on yourself. You never, ever, ever stop working on yourself. And we do some of the great work on ourselves when we're dating because oftentimes people are a mirror onto our onto ourselves, onto our own issues. And we can, you know, if you're a good communicator and you learn how to talk about things, you can really, you know, look at it as practice. You can do some duty dating, which is when you kind of make your force yourself to go out with people that you wouldn't necessarily go out with that are maybe aren't your type just to kind of get the experience. And also you might surprise yourself. I mean, you were in an abusive relationship and so you might be attracted to guys like that. And so to force yourself to go out with someone maybe once, even twice if the date wasn't that great and you're not trusting, you know, you're saying your gut goes back and forth. And I get it. I, I might have said I trust my gut. But I also say, you know, we all kind of second guess. So don't overthink it and don't hold yourself back. And maybe it would force you to push yourself through those, like those little red flags, like those little nagging ones. And be mindful because some red flags, which are like little annoyances, they might be a barrier from like actually getting her to commit. Right. She might be like, oh, I don't like the way he like, you know, chooses food, which can be annoying, I admit. He's too nice. He's too nice. He doesn't sexually abuse me. And you might be coming up with stuff to yeah. protect yourself from getting hurt again, which be- I totally understand. Because chances are she has a broken picker, as they say. Picker is broken. And she's she's attracted to, to the broken wrong pecker. types of guys. Exactly. So 
uh, right. People do that. We are attracted. We have patterns, and, and we're like sabotage the good relationships because they don't feel like they're good too. enough for these relationships, which is very sad. And I see it happen to a lot of people that I'm very close with. Uh, right, and it sucks because it's, it's it's um the familiarity is what they know, and also a lot of times we recreate patterns from our childhood right of how our parents treated us we don't even know that we're doing it and it's the like trauma so from childhood becomes right. arousing and exactly and, and so these are pet if you think there is some of that and why you allowed yourself to stay in this abusive relationship there might be some therapy yes i think there definitely has to be some therapy work especially how long was she with them three years three and a half you know there are some uh, therapists that specifically deal with trauma but the thing about dealing with some trauma whether it was just in your relationship or childhood and the relationship is that we often think that it's just going to go away, that we can fix these patterns on our own. But with something as severe as trauma, you just, you might not be able to do it on your own. You probably can't. And I'm a huge fan of therapy. So the other thing is that um, I would, the, I was gonna say, the concerns that you have though, like let's say you're like, oh, but I didn't like this, or I didn't like that. Do you have a friend or somebody that you trust? Like not just like your yes friend, but like even could be like an aunt or the, somebody you work with. I don't know that you just trust. And you could, kind of bounce it off and be like, God, you know, it's kind of weird the way he, uh, you know, opened up the gas container on his, the gas tank on his car and the way he plugged it in made me think, plugged in the gas made me think, I don't know, people think of the weirdest red flags. I don't like the flags. face that he makes when he pets his cat. That's a better example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I know what you're saying. We we can come up with all of these things, so just check yourself because you might also be preventing yourself from meeting right guy. Did she say how old she was? No, she failed one See? of the laws here. I mean, oh, 21, goes, 21, 21, 21, 21. Ah, yeah, you know what? She, she shouldn't have fail. been settling down anyway. Jordan, you're be... not a failure. Yeah, Jordan, here. Okay. Dating around. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. You were with this guy for three years. You're, you're 21 years old. Yeah. This is the time three, This is the time to date. This is the time for you to figure out what you want. So I would say no. Work on yourself, but date. Why don't you just date people to get to know people and don't even have the notion. You should not be getting into a relationship right now. In fact, I'm going to tell you, don't into a relationship right now and, and you're not trying to sleep dating. around no you go out and date and experience yourself through other exactly people. exactly and build friendships and maybe wait to have sex you said she you also said that you started sleeping around and that is not i think that sometimes can be a band-aid and maybe it makes you feel better temporarily but a lot of times i just like i actually like dating I like meeting people i like having conversations i love learning about people actually i think i'm a really good dater <laughs> You've been doing it a while. <clears throat> I've got a lot of experience dating. And so um don't think I don't know that you've commitment issues, but I think you're figuring out what you want and you're learning how to date again. So I would date, but proceed with caution. How about that? Did you ever change your type? Like did you ever have like a type and then you change or oh, yeah. do you think I was dating the wrong types forever until I met my wife. Similar types. Always the same. Yeah, always trauma past, and like no father, and I was the rescuer every single time. Really? Yeah. You took care of him. Every every him. every relationship I had. I don't. I can't. Every not every girl I slept with necessarily, but yeah, every relationship where I I'd swoop in and I'd try to be the protector. Ridiculous. And did you consciously recognize that, and then you try to change it, or it just uh, a lot of the time I would, but I'd, be, I'd I'd actually love them, so I wouldn't like you know think about it. And by the time that I actually realized that it was too late, and yeah, looking back. I, I wasted a lot of years of their life and my life, too. Yeah. But that's how you learn. And, the, and you know what I like also that she's 21 years old. And I think all the sooner that you recognize these patterns that you have, we all have them. Yeah. But that yes. means she's been in a relationship since like, she's been in a relationship 17. since 16 or 17, yeah. right? 
So she's very inexperienced, and she she might be like a serial, a monogamous serial dater, right? So she might be looking for that next thing to cling on to, and sleeping with everyone in between. Uh, yeah, just settle down. Right, right? settle down. Yeah, work on yourself, br- uh, build friends. your friendships. Yeah, my friends that. are like get me through. I love my people. So I think that's uh, all we got time for. Yeah, this was fun. It was. I like this late night thing. Do you? Yeah, it's hot. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm sweaty. You're sweaty. Time yeah. to go. Oh, it's just M likes to have it hot in here. It gets tropical. I do keep it hot in here, yeah. baby. Gets <laughs> me in the mood. Um, well, thank you, Anderson. Also, your podcast, Cinematics. Cinematics is my new film podcast. Yes, and uh, we cover. Actually, I just saw one today. It's called Triple Nine. It's by a very good director named John Hillcoat, who did Lawless. Emily, I don't know if you ever saw Lawless or The Road, but it's a really good movie, and it came out on Thursday. Uh, I mean, in February, which is weird. Let me. Uh, can you? Yeah, totally. You know what I love about your podcast is that. Is that you? It's the movies that are coming out that week. Yeah. So if you're like thinking this weekend, I really want to see a movie. What should I see? Our show comes out Wednesday, and yeah. we're going to cover. It's the so movies good. Coming out that Friday, and so. they get on iTunes and all that. Actually, someone tweeted me and asked me for your podcast uh, link. It's cinematics, which is kind of hard to spell, but it's like cinema and then addicts. It's with one A. Yeah, in I middle. tweeted like, him. We like, tweeted like, it for him. Like drugs, like addict, like we're addicted to cinema. I like it. But I got to actually turn my head and read the. Uh, it's such a good cast, and usually February is a bad month for movies. But this is this was a really good movie. I need to go it's see Triple Nine. God, I say that every day. I'm not going to say it's anymore. Starring Casey Affleck, Chiwetel Ejiofor from Twelve Years a Slave, uh, Anthony Mackie, Aaron Paul from uh, from uh, Let's Cook, bitch from Breaking Bad. Oh, M. Oh Aaron my God. Paul. I'm gonna go see it. And Woody Harrelson, as well as I Kate, love Woody Harrelson, as well as Kate Winslet. I got high with him once. Kate, did you, back to that in a second. Kate Winslet <laughs> in Triple Nine. She plays a badass Russian Jew. You've never seen Kate. Oh my she's god, that's so not Kate Winslet. She's fantastic. Wow. Okay, Triple see now nine. I'm excited. So we'll talk all about it. Yeah. Okay, this is good. I'm you got high with Woody. I know. Is that funny? Because yeah. like, yeah. Do you guys talk about Cheers? Nope. It was um. He was in San Francisco. God, it was like f- 10, 15 years ago, and he was doing a play. Uh-huh. And you know he's a big stoner, and I'm not. Right. Or I had smoked a lot then, and I uh, yeah, I went back to his house. What? Just the two of you? I was actually with Emily. Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead, what? and the um. Some other people. You forgot? No, I didn't forget. I just probably shouldn't say. No. But I never, not a mayor, but a politician who actually was in charge of, 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 it's not, he's like, ah, $5 fine. He was like getting high. It was crazy. $5 fine. What? San Francisco, like, get high. $25 fine. But it was, I'd never seen anyone like, I mean, I could barely hold, like, you know, I was like one, I hadn't smoked like in forever. And I'm sure that Woody's got some like high. Oh my God. I mean, the whole time he's like smoking bongs, like literally like three hours. I was like watching, like, how are you still alive? Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing so, it a while. He's about to have his own weed license in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, like, how is he weed. not dead? Like, I guess people people can handle Some it. Some people can. I can't. Uh, also, real quick, sorry. The Film Vault, which is my main film podcast. I do two film podcasts. How do you even, you know. like, have time for me? I barely yeah. have time. But uh, we're doing, this is our big episode, the uh, Oscar Locks. Our top five Oscar Locks. A lot of people have Oscar betting pools and whatnot. So, on the Film Vault, Brian and I, uh, we bring you, because we've seen everything. So, we'll talk about what movies are most likely going to win. What's going to win? I don't know. I haven't done my research yet, but Dude. Like Leonardo DiCaprio—that's a layup. He's going to win Best Actor. That See that of good? Thing. He is that good, right? Everyone I didn't think him. he deserved a nomination, but he freaking I, wins everything. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He rarely wins awards. He just gets nominated for everything. Yeah, it's true. And he sleeps with everyone. Okay, I love it's it. I hope too, he doesn't. Yeah. I hope he. I'm sure he doesn't pull out. He for sure uses protection because he'd have like yeah, a million. He has no kids, right? Or he's sterile. Something. Or he got snipped. Who the hell? Does knows? he have any kids? Mm-mm. Leo. I don't think so. 
Okay. Um, thank you, Anderson. Thank you. I love you. And thanks, everyone, for listening and um, for checking me out. And oh, come checking me out. And uh, come see me on March 10th at the, uh, at the Hollywood Improv. Improv. Yeah. Thursday. Exactly. March 10th. Seven? Exactly. Seven? Seven to nine. Yeah. Then I'll come to Loveline after. Sweet. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening, and let's talk about it. Let's be honest. You can be honest with me. By now, you've probably bailed on your New Year's resolution to work out more. I mean, like, how many of you made a New Year's resolution to work out, quit smoking? I mean, it probably feels great to be in shape, boost your confidence and your libido, but are you ignoring the one muscle group that can have the biggest impact on your sexual performance? Well, don't worry, because there is a product that will do the workout for you. I wish there was one that would go to the goddamn gym for me and do the sit-ups, but no, there is one that does your kegels for you. The Intensity is a unique, insertable device, strengthens your pelvic floor with gentle electrostimulation, delivering an extremely effective and automatic kegel exercise. The shaft inflates, inflates so it perfectly positions the conductive pads will they will directly stimulate your muscles. I use it every day. It, I have to say that I'm really proud of myself because I'm not that great with consistency, but I've been very consistent this year at doing it like pretty much like I'd say five times a week. Not only does this muscle group give you more control over your pleasure during intercourse, more orgasms, it's also responsible for preventing urinary incontinence, urinary incontinence after childbirth or just as you get older, you sneeze and you pee, and it's a friggin' bummer. Oh, intensity also has a vibrate option because, hey, why not have an awesome orgasm while you're working out? I'm telling you, this product truly has changed my sex life. And if you listen to our show, we did the sex toy review of like the Nova um, and the Rave and stuff. I talk about how I can have these G-spot orgasms now like... I've always I've been able to, but I've also even more intensely because of my killer strong kegel muscles. So um, order your intensity. Go to sexatme.com. Click on the intensity banner. That's pour moi. It takes you right to pour moi, and you can get it there. Thanks everyone for listening. I want to tell you about Promescent. Oh yeah. So I some men, your penis size is totally fine, but sometimes you want to last a little bit longer in bed. Maybe you last a minute and you want to last two. Maybe you last five minutes and you want to last 10. And also one in three men actually suffers from premature ejaculation, whereas they can't control their ejaculation. So Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray. It allows you to have the sex that you want. So you don't have to focus on baseball or whatever it is that you think about. And then you're not in the moment and then you're not enjoying sex. But Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. And so women take longer to orgasm. If you haven't figured that out yet, we just do. So you'll last longer and everyone goes home happy. So try Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com.